1 Corinthians chapter 1. Beginning with verse uh, 1 through verse 9. Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God, and Sothenus, our brother, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, to them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints with all that in every place call upon the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, be theirs and ours. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God which is given you by Jesus Christ, that in everything ye are enriched by him in all utterance and in all knowledge even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you, so that ye come behind in no gift, waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall also confirm you until the end, that ye may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful by whom ye were called unto the fellowship of his Son Jesus Christ, our Lord. Now, Paul lets them know that his apostleship was according to the will of God. Then he gives his usual greetings. Now let's look at the phrase, by Jesus Christ. By Jesus Christ would be better translated in Jesus Christ. Because it is in Christ that we have all of these blessings. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3 shows that we are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in, in Underline the word in, in Christ. He says here that the Corinthian believers have been enriched in everything, in every form of speech and in every form of knowledge. And God's purpose for this was that they would not lag or lack in any gift. Then he tells them to utilize the gifts until the return of Jesus Christ. Then he tells us that God is faithful. Aren't you glad about that? God is faithful to keep us blameless, which is a life that is above reproach. He will never, ever let us down. Oh, I'm glad about that. Look at verses 10 through 17. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. For it had been declared unto me of you, my brethren, by them which are of the house of Chloe, that there are contentions among you. Now this I say that every one of you said, I am of Paul, and I of Apollos, and I of Cephas, and I of Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you, or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptized none of you but uh, Crippus and, and Gaius. Lest any should say that I had baptized in my own name, and I baptized also the house of Stephanus. Besides, I know not whether I baptized any other. For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel. Not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. The Corinthian church was divided into four parties. Number one, those who said they were of Paul probably thought they were deep in the word. Number two, those who said they were of Apollos probably was highly educated and considered themselves as being eloquent speakers or communicators. Number three, those who said they were of Cephas or of Peter probably was uneducated but thought they were more spiritual than the educated saints. And number four, 
those who say they were of Christ probably thought they were more saved than the rest. Paul attacked this division of that church. He says here in a nutshell that Cephas, Apollos, and himself were only mouthpieces of God. They were not to esteem the man more than the message. Paul was glad that he had not baptized any of the Corinthian believers. Now, he is not making small or light of water baptism, but is simply glad uh, that no act of his could be misconstrued as recruiting men for himself instead for Christ. Listen, my brothers and sisters in Christ, we are not to esteem anyone more highly than they ought to be esteemed. Take your eyes off a man and keep them fixed on Jesus Christ. Paul refused to receive any glory that belonged to Jesus Christ. He refused to be idolized by people. He immediately turned their attention to Jesus Christ and to him alone. Paul's summary is this. It's not about Peter. It's not about Apollos, and it's not about me. It's all about Jesus Christ. I look at verses 18 through 25. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Had not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews require a sign and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block and unto the Greeks foolishness, but unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. Now, worldly wisdom cannot bring a person to Christ. Only the gospel of Jesus Christ can. The Jews was looking for a mighty warrior to deliver them from under the rule of the Romans. Instead, Jesus came humbled as a lamb. They did not recognize, nor did they believe that he was the Messiah. And because of this, the gospel was a stumbling block to them. It was foolishness to the Greeks because it didn't match their philosophy. But unto every believer, we know that it is the power unto salvation. Why? Because our lives was transformed, changed by the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let's look at verses 26 through 31. For you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty and base things of the world and things which are despised. Had God chosen, yea, and things which are not, to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. Now we see here that God majors in average people. And he does it that no one can glory in self, that no flesh can glory in his presence. Paul then lists four things that Jesus Christ is to us. Are you ready for it? Number one, he is our wisdom. Number two, he is our righteousness. Number three, he is our sanctification. And number four, he is our redeemer. All glory belongs to him. 
I 